Welcome to another episode of Call to Marriage. I'm Marcia. And I'm Thomas. Today, at risk of exhausting the topic of China, (laughs) we're going to just go at this one one more time because, you know, having been here, being honest, we can't just forget that we spent the past four years living in China. That's a lot. Yeah, that was a long time of our lives. That was our whole relationship. Minus, you know, the six months we've been here. So naturally, in our day-to-day life here, we often think about how things used to be in China and the differences between there and here and the things we sometimes miss. But bringing us to our scripture for this one, for this um, episode, please share with us, Thomas. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 10. This is the word of the Lord. Do not say... Why were the former days better than these? For you do not inquire wisely concerning this. Amen. Amen. This is the reading of the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks be to God. (laughs) (laughs) So while we are going to, you know, reflect back on some of the things we miss about China, it's not to say that we want to say that things were were better there. Some of the mesh, the memories that we created there, you know, were precious. That's where we met. That's where we got married. And yeah, those are irreplaceable. Yeah. And our lifestyle there was, you know, was different. But I can also remember feelings of not being able to wait to get here. So absolutely, <laughs> each place has their, you know, pros and cons, but it's more yeah. so about the seasons of life, which is probably something we'll talk about in another episode. Right. But you know, that season is over. We're in another season now, which we embrace and which has been full of blessing. Oh, yeah. And so we don't want we don't to want it in any other way. Foolishly. <laughs> right. At the old days and say it was better because God has something new for us in this season and it's exciting. God is always working, He's a worker. We as humans are sometimes caught up in you know our past, some glories that we had in the past, and those glories can stall our progress and our walk with God. God is always moving us through time, through seasons, through different sections of life. And so it's important. I believe that's what the writer of Ecclesiastes says. When you look back to the old days, don't, don't say, why were the former days better than these? You know, just... Open your eyes. God is always at work. The Bible says in Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The same God who worked the miracles of yesterday is still working today. And tomorrow, you might look back to today and say the same thing. So God is always at work. And so as believers, we need to keep our eyes open and just go through the seasons of life and the challenges that he places before us because they are meant for our good. I like that. He says, you do not inquire wisely concerning this. You know what I was thinking? It was off topic. I don't know if I need to go on this tangent, but I was just thinking I admire how sharp you are. You know, Hebrews 13. I had recently read the book of Hebrews and I remember reading that and even probably underlining it. Jesus is the same yesterday. Yeah, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. You're just so sharp. Hebrews 13, 8, just like that. I just read the book. I couldn't have quoted that to you. (laughs) Anyway, praise God. So things we miss about China. I don't want to focus on like specific memories, but I kind of want to focus on the general lifestyle Lifestyle we had there. Yeah, versus the lifestyle we had here. You know, it's interesting to... Think about how like the money that I made in China 
the salary that I was oh, earning. Oh, yeah, that's a good place to start from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, like considered below the poverty line here. Yeah, here in America. It was very low. <laughs> not yeah. to mention Thomas was a full-time student. He was legally not permitted to work in China. Yeah. And the two of us, after we got married, were living off of one income. <laughs> you know, even with that. It's a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we did it, but we did it. And we, we couldn't even give. <laughs> oh, yeah. We gave. We gave our best in China. We haven't really been able to give we as tithed, much as we, we gave, gave in to China. others. We brought, took people out to lunch and we cooked yeah. for different things, like, and shared with people in so many different ways. And yeah, <sighs> we supported different causes of life and mm. different programs and events and initiatives. The lifestyle was different there for us because even though, you know, we definitely had our budget, we were, you know, kind of, I don't want to say completely strict on our finances, but we were definitely on top of our finances. Yeah, we did diligently. We, we managed, yeah, we managed yeah. our finances well. We were diligent yeah. stewards, I think. Life was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's kind of funny to say that. I could laugh saying that because if I really think about it, like, look at where we live here. You know, we live in this really nice two-bedroom apartment in this nice complex. Uh, and in China, we were living on my campus. Oh, gosh. In this, like, little <laughs> box of an apartment that we couldn't even really receive oh, guests man. in there. And so if I really wanted to, you know, make, like compare or whatever i could say that you know the lifestyle there was not maybe good or whatever but yeah. i don't know maybe because we were used to it or i, just I think didn't it's, really it's just care. a sum like, total of everything it also, when you look at apartment it's one thing but when you look at the quality of life in general yeah fair the sum total of everything you know the quality of the friendships we had the affordability of the living standards were okay but the cost of living was down Mm -hmm. And just the, the quality of life in general, the church life, having friends and families that we made and the routine, you know, you wake up, the things that you do. And we, we had a lot of fun. We enjoyed some of the best foods that I have eaten. I like Indian food and I enjoyed Indian food in China. Yeah. <laughs> you, I know you're going to talk about food. So well, I yeah, I was getting there. <laughs> I don't want to yes, no, jump ahead. ahead. You can. You can. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, Indian food. Go ahead. <laughs> I like Indian food. And in China, we had a very good Indian restaurant. So I, I enjoyed going to the Indian restaurant. We had wonderful dishes there. We could go out on a date and have a good time. And that was good. We could afford to do that. We didn't have a car. We didn't, but we could, you know, just get in a taxi. The luxury of life there, which will lead me to the next thing. I'm, I guess I'm just jumping in. Yeah. It's the ease of accessibility for me. I miss that in China. Being able to move from point A to point B without necessarily driving. You don't have to drive everywhere. You didn't the, have a car, so. <laughs> right. We didn't have a car to begin with. And even if we did. We, you didn't you in China. You didn't. Yeah, you don't have to drive everywhere. Delivery services in China. Oh my goodness, they are I think top of the the world. They are the best I can ever think of. The delivery services in China, <laughs> online shopping experience in China is just impeccable. Like you order things, you interact with them. They say it's coming in a day and it arrives in a day. Like you can communicate with them. The online market is so huge and being able to move around. My school was like almost an hour away from. Marcy's school where we lived and I traveled by train every day, whether it was snowing, whether it was 
windy, whatever. And that I never missed the train once. There wasn't a single time when they I mean, said... What does it mean to miss a train that comes every like six minutes? So. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't a single time where there's, oh, sorry, the train isn't, it's broken down. It's not working mm -hmm. now. For the entire four years there, mm -hmm. they've planned it in such a way that the light rail runs parallel people who are watching this who are american probably don't even necessarily <laughs> understand what a light rail is a light rail is like kind of like a electric tram, tram. I guess. yeah it's like it's an above ground tram. although it does go underground for some stops but it's generally yeah yeah above it goes ground. through it tunnels like, but um, it doesn't go underground those cords you know yeah the cables it. cables yeah so you have taxis you have buses you have light rails and you have the subway you can't miss it you can jump out of the bus and get right into the light rail jump out of the light rail matter of fact the trains even cross the light rail crosses the subway you can change from the light rail and just cross over to the subway and it was just good you could move anywhere i miss that in china mm -hmm. i remember when we came here last year we went on the train here in boston and i could tell this the difference it was just staggering it's just it was awful it was smelly it was old noisy we couldn't oh, we couldn't noisy. talk we, we had to shout and just you know leaning <laughs> i couldn't no hear offense. what anyone was saying no offense <laughs> i mean yeah it's an old one and when Very this old. came on china yeah. were, were you know china wasn't anywhere no so comparison, really. right <laughs> but where china's accessibility is now Oh gosh, it's just, and they have all kinds of locomotives. Like these delivery guys, they are on scooters, they are on all kinds of bikes and yeah, yeah rolling devices and you order food, it's, it just comes like that quickly. Mm -hmm. Being able to walk into local stores to shop for you know, groceries, you didn't, you didn't have to feel like, oh, I need to take a tax. Granted, we went to Metro, which was a foreign store that we, we like to get some foreign products. If but we went there, we if had to we take public there. transport, but Walmart was also walking distance. And then, yeah. of course, the local stores. Local everything market. was just so close. The mall was closed. Everything was close by. And I, I miss that. Well, I was going to say about the apartment, too. One thing I miss about China is kind of like the simplicity of the lifestyle. Yeah. I, and I think that's why we kind of didn't care too much about the apartment. I did care when I was first having to move in there because my previous apartment in my it was first a downgrade. Year, in China, yeah, right. It was a downgrade moving to the place where I where I lived and when yeah. I got married to Thomas, where we lived. But um, two things about the apartment. One, the simplicity, then I'll get around to the other part. So, and not just the apartment, even just the like lifestyle in general. Yeah. Uh, didn't have, and not saying people don't have sofas in China, but my place, our place was so small <laughs> that we didn't have to think about like buying it, like buying a sofa, buying a table, which are all things we've had to buy here, which furniture is expensive in case you didn't yeah, know. It's very expensive here <laughs> in know? America. And um, also people don't care too. <laughs> Although there are a lot of like nice places, these really nice coffee shops, which was, which is another thing I oh, miss. Yeah. These really nice coffee shops where you can go sit down and think, oh man, I used to just go and work. think and reflect. And yeah. I would go work. Yeah, whether I'm spending time with myself, whether I'm spending time with God, whether I'm spending time grading my students' papers or whatever the case, I could oh, always me. find somewhere. Yeah, or with you. Yeah. <laughs> there were so many nice places to just go sit down and have a drink and yeah. enjoy. But um, generally speaking, people don't care. Like if you want to, you know, wear name brand stuff or if you want to look really nice or decorate your apartment really nice, that's great. And people do it. Yeah. But likewise, if you just dress super simply, which a lot of everyday people, you know, 
really did. They didn't really care about name brands or they didn't really care what they wore. Nobody cared what each other wore. You didn't really feel like, you know? Yeah. Nobody cared that I was missing something in my apartment or whatever. However, I could accommodate people. They were very happy to be received right. you know, in my home or whatever the case. Like, right. the lifestyle was just so very simple. Didn't I think have the to focus was different. Things. Yeah. They just focused on spending time together and eating together. Culturally, they like right. to, the Chinese and Asians at large like to sit in groups. They don't like to eat like individually, they like to eat as a group where you can pick from the same bowls and just share the food. And so they that plays into the culture. Even though they are very advanced, technology is, you know, high, that aspect of the culture is still there where they don't mind sitting on your floor and just eating with you. They just want to eat and have fun and, you know, make merry or just be merry and walk out, maybe take a selfie and then that's it. And they're gone. Nobody really cares. that The, the level of com- the expectation of you know, comfort isn't like it is here. Mm. They, they are okay just sitting on a stool, sitting on an air crate and eating with you, <laughs> sitting on the floor, just, you know, folding their legs and eating with you. Yeah. Then another thing, speaking of the apartment was like here in our apartment, it's very quiet. It's hard, a little bit difficult to know your neighbors, although yeah. we do we need to go knock on their door. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, because like one neighbor did actually take the time to give us, give um, us a gift, like some snacks for Christmas, which I, which we appreciated. It was for and Christmas or Thanksgiving? It was Christmas. Oh, okay. Um, so that was really nice. It was a gesture, you know, neighborly gesture, but we need to um, follow up. Yeah, and we need to follow up, but in. The place where I lived, I'll say that because to be fair, if we were in an apartment complex, maybe we wouldn't have known our neighbors that way. But of course, where we were living because other teachers were in the dorm and stuff, the lifestyle was just like, just go knock on your neighbor's door, walk down the hallway and have a chat. Like very, everybody knows everybody in the building. (laughs) Really, I I have so many people in my mind, Pam, Mm -hmm. JCO, everybody. But um. I miss that, you know, and that's not specific to China, but it's more like specific to our lifestyle yeah. in China, how we were living. It was very communal. I would bake banana bread and, you know, we would leave oh, things yeah. out. Yeah, like when it was our birthday, the cake, we right. would leave, leave stuff for people to also partake together. You always know? having gifts yeah. at your door. Yeah, right. So <laughs> people are always leaving gifts at your door. The giving culture in China is very high. Chinese people like to give. And this was among gifts. foreigners, right? Because we were all foreigners yeah, right. in the building. But the Chinese are also very generous. Right. Anyway. The ability to both cook and eat out things that were like good quality <laughs> yeah. without thinking that hard about it. Because again, our money just seemed to go further there. So. We were able to have dates with each other, with other people. And yeah, I feel we had a good quality of life. We did. Even to to your point about ordering things, because besides food, even like things we needed were kind of just cheaper to buy. Yeah. And I bought all of my recording equipments in China. I came with suitcases from China full of video and audio recording equipment. I got them for cheap. Yeah, my laptop is Chinese. My phone is Chinese, although I had I ended up having to get an American one. But yeah. and so everything we needed, we were able to get at a reasonable yeah. price. Granted, you know, our lifestyle 
there was very comfortable for us, but still very humble. If anybody really looked into our life, they'd be like, yeah, you guys were living like a humble oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> life. We're talking about the, you know, the basic. If the two of us had been working, we would have been... Our life would be very comfortable. (laughs) We would save a lot more and invest a lot more. Even though... (laughs) (laughs) Things... At that time, when we were buying things, maybe on Taobao or whatever, Taobao is like the Chinese Amazon. And ordering taxis on Didi, which is way more affordable than ordering an Uber or a taxi here. Yeah. Um, At that time, of course, we were looking into the cost of everything because that was our life there. But... Having moved here and reflecting back on how we were able to buy certain things and free two-day shipping without having to be a Prime member, you know? Yeah, you don't need any membership. Yeah. It's just the average or the basic. Yeah. So just being here makes me think back to that and appreciate, you know, the, the lifestyle that we had there. It was just good. But most of all, of course, to bring it back to God, because this whole podcast is about testimonies. And I just have to thank God because every season that we're in, the Lord provides. Now we're in a new season. We already kind of t- touched on this in previous podcasts, how in a previous episode, how the Lord just has provided for us since we've been here. And that's really how it was in China. You know, it's not that we just had so much, but I don't know. There it's was, a miracle how we lived there. Yeah. The Lord just gave us a great life. Like, yeah, yeah we're just grateful. I always, I always find myself saying grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Well, this is something you touched on. The experience living with the international community, mm-hmm. you know, as a foreigner living among other foreigners and learning from them, learning from their culture and just experiencing. We, we made friends from all over the world. I think in the future... If we were to travel anywhere in the world, we would mm-hmm. have someone to call. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. We have friends in Europe. We have friends around Asia. Mm-hmm. We have friends. Even here in America, we've made friends. We have friends in Canada. We have friends everywhere. Africa. I met a lot of African students. And sitting in the same classroom with other Africans made me feel more African. Because mm-hmm. you know when we talk, it, the, some of the issues that I, I bring to the table from Ghana are the same that they bring from Zambia, Zimbabwe, South Africa, wherever. And yeah, we are able to relate. The whole diaspora oh, was represented right. in one of your classes. You right. Know, After all, we are all the same. Yeah. Whether East Africa, West Africa, North Africa. I have friends in, from Morocco. So it's, it was just a rich life overall. And you, you felt, we felt like, yeah, God was really growing us in that season and giving us a lot of experiences and a lot of understanding and a lot of learning, you know, we did a lot of learning there. We learned a lot from other husbands, from other wives, from, that's something we need to talk about, the whole church experience. a lot of learning, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, for some reason, I've, I have, I don't know if it's deja vu, but I feel like we have talked about some of the things we missed yeah, we in have. another episode. So that's we, we, didn't, like we didn't name it like that, but that we, much detail about yeah, those things. we talked about church and we didn't mention some of these things. I felt like God set me apart from my comfort zone. The things that I was used to, you know, prior to going to China in 2016, um, he just consecrated me. He moved me far away from everyone I knew. Mm -hmm. And I had to start all over again. I had to humble myself to learn from people. I had to learn to do certain things. And the quantum of skills I learned in China is just way more than I I did in any college in, in, in my entire schooling year. I just learned a lot. I was taking online classes, videography, learning sound and doing all these things. And I, I had the time and the space to do that. No family, no parents, no whatever. And God just directed my path. 
um, to meet the right people at the right time, planting me in a church and all that. I had the opportunity to use my skills, my design skills. I'm a very creative person. And I feel like before I went to China, I didn't, I didn't really give myself the chance, the chance to explore, even though I did to some degree. But in China, I was just an open flood. Like people needed help. Like the church relied on students to do things. So here I was designing a magazine, doing this, doing this poster. So it, that forced me, all those pressures forced me to learn certain things that I am using now. All those skills are paying off. Literally right now as we do this podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> There's always more that could be said, but I think yeah, my takeaway, can... going to the takeaways now, is that the life was different. I'm, I'm always going to miss some things because it was such an important part of my life and my time, uh, my time in China. But just for me, yeah, the takeaway is understanding times and seasons which is probably going to be our next episode. Yes, watch so, out. Yeah, yeah. The Lord did new things in our lives in that season, and he's doing new things in this season here in America. And it's just been a blessing, I think. So yeah. we miss a lot about China. And the food, too. Sorry, really quickly. <laughs> no, we didn't mention actual Chinese food. Yeah, when it comes to foreign food, we were able to have different kinds of ethnic food yeah. you know, that were available to us there. Um, but actual Chinese food, too. Like authentic dumplings. Chinese food. There were Fried things. dumplings. Yeah, there were things that I cannot find here. I have not found them. Yeah. Even yeah. the soup. The soup's there. Just different, you know. There is a community nearby that's Chinese and where you can find Chinese restaurants. But also we were living in northeast China. And a lot of people here from Eric of Canton, Cantonese yeah. descent or right. know, from that's southern true. China, which the cuisine is totally different. Well, I want to say that I, I learned a lot in China. God taught me a lot. It was a time uh, where I grew spiritually. Mm. I wrote a lot. I meditated a lot, <laughs> I read a lot, I studied a lot, and I had the opportunity to also teach a lot. So it, spiritually speaking, it was a very good season of life for me. And this, that's where I met my wife, we got married. So I had to learn to practice my faith in China, learn to take steps, to get married as a student with no job. <laughs> so I, I had to take some bold steps and just fully, totally, completely trust God without holding back. And that has proven useful in my life now. Not wavering in faith, just trusting God. That was good for me. And also overall, the, the Chinese people. I tell you, it's the people in China make China. They, they, there are some awesome people in China. Uh, we made good friends there. And I learned a lot from the uh, work ethic, from everything the Chinese do well that. A lot of people know around the world. I picked that up and... That is helping me now. I definitely stand out as a Christian. Diligence means a lot to me. But I saw diligent Chinese Christians um, who made it make more sense to me now. Thank you very much for tuning in and watching this, if you're watching it um, via video. We really appreciate your time, spending time to listen to us. And we hope that you're learning from this too. And God be with you. We love you. <laughs>